All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. I think that there's been a massive mistake when it comes to understanding the New Testament church's role in the world today. Often, one of the chief texts that will be pointed to by pastors and theologians and evangelicals is Jeremiah. I believe it's chapter 27. And it's not so much the portion of the text that talks about God has a plan for us, that he knew us in our mother's womb. That is true. But the text goes on and talks about seeking the welfare of the city. For if the city prospers, you too will prosper. But we have to be aware as we seek to exegete Scripture, that is, to rightly interpret the meaning of Scripture, and just as much, if not even more so, as we seek to rightly apply the Scripture. Not just interpreting its meaning, but applying, as Connor said, seeking to actually put the meaning of Scripture into practice. Not mere hearers of the Word only, but those who hear the Word rightly, understand its sense, its meaning, meditate upon the meaning and implications of the Word day and night, and then seek to actually obey Seek to actually live out the meaning of a text. As we seek to be those who rightly interpret Scripture, hear it properly, and those who rightly apply Scripture, obey it properly, we must have the proper context of Scripture. And when we find in Jeremiah that Israel had been called to seek the welfare of the city, to give their sons and daughters in marriage, to plant vineyards, to build houses, to seek the welfare of the city. For if the city prospers, you too will prosper. The context for that commandment is exile. I'll say that again. The context for that commandment is exile. It is true that Israel, Old Covenant, Old Testament, Israel, according to the flesh, is a type of the New Testament church. It is a type that is a symbol. It can often represent the New Testament church. The New Testament church often does well to take its cues from Old Testament Israel. But we have to be aware as we're looking at Old Testament, Old Covenant Israel, and the commandments given to them by God, we have to be aware of the context. In Jeremiah, the context is that Israel had been unfaithful. And because of their unbelief, 
their hardness of heart, their stubbornness and rebellion towards God and his kingship. Because of all these things, their reluctance and slowness to be faithful in obedience in all his commands, for these reasons, God handed them over to their enemies. They were overpowered, they were subdued, they were captured, and they were taken into exile. So Jeremiah 27, seek the welfare of the city, for if the city prospers, you too will prosper, is a good command for the New Testament church, even today, when the church is living in exile. When the church, when Christendom has fallen, to speak plainly. When Christendom has fallen, or when the gospel in this gospel age, this New Testament church age, when the gospel goes forth to another nation that has not previously been engulfed and submerged in Christian thought, in Christian principles, when the gospel goes forward to a pagan nation, or goes forward to a nation that is dominated by a Christian heresy, such as Judaism or Islam, when the gospel goes forward into new places that are currently underneath the power of a false religion, and that the culture and society and laws and customs have been dictated and, and distinctly shaped by false doctrine and false worship of false gods. When Christians are in these places, they do well, I believe, to look at Jeremiah 27 and say, here are some, some cues for us of how to live faithfully as the people of God in captivity, in exile. But even then, there is still, contextually, a massive distinction. The distinction is this. For Israel, in exile in Babylon for 70 years, which was prophesied by the prophet Isaiah, because of Israel's faithlessness, their unbelief, their rebellion, in this context, the, the goal, the solution, the hope that Israel was looking to is that eventually they would be delivered and set free and that they would be permitted, released to go back to their land that God had promised to them and rebuild. That is a distinction, a massive distinction between Old Covenant Israel and the New Testament church. Our promise, brothers and sisters, is not that we are living in exile and that we need to do our best to get along with our captors, but that eventually we will be set free to leave this land of Babylon to go somewhere else. No, the New Testament church in her marching orders is not that we will one day be freed from this oppressive land. Our order is that we will conquer this land. It's not that we are in Babylon, but that God will mercifully take us out of Babylon to go somewhere else. No, the commandment is that by God's grace that we will conquer Babylon, that Babylon will be Christianized. Can I be frank with you for just a second right here at the end? Look, some of you guys, you're financially supporting this ministry, and from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. I cannot thank you enough. However, some of you, you just, 
you can't afford it. In fact, some of you, you shouldn't afford it. Let's be honest. I mean, we're living in Joe Biden's ridiculous economy. Our nation and our totalitarian political elites lost their minds over the last three years due to COVID. We have written checks that we simply cannot cash. It doesn't matter if people change the definition of a recession. We are living in a recession right now regardless. Some of you are struggling to afford a carton of eggs at the grocery store. You cannot support financially this ministry at this time, nor should you. But you could still help us tremendously. I am asking you, please, if you're willing to do so, take one minute of your time. Leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever that might be. This is the way the system works. We want to be innocent as doves, but shrewd as vipers. We need to be strategic. You leave us a five-star review, and our podcast shows up for more people. And the Word of God and courageous theology applied in practical ways to every realm of life gets out there. Help us get it out there. Thanks for tuning in.